friend. This is Deeper Life, and I'm your host, Alexis Tykemiller. I'm a writer, content creator, and a woman on a journey to finding more depth in life. If you crave soul-filling conversations and long for a stronger connection to yourself and others, consider this your safe haven. It can be hard to embrace who we are, let alone share that with the rest of the world. The Deeper Life Podcast is a safe place to show up and hear conversations about relationships, emotional growth, and explore what it means to be vulnerable. If you're ready to dig deeper, I'm here to help you embrace who you are, reflect on your past, and connect with yourself. Welcome to A Deeper Life. Hi. Oh, I'm so excited. I love this weekly cadence that we're in. We're going live on Instagram and I save them as IGTVs on my feed underneath the Deeper Life podcast series. And then we're also recording on the podcast right now, which is great. So I wanted, I polled everyone and asked, would you rather me talk about creating your dream schedule or would you rather me talk about creating deep, connecting, healthy friendships. And it was about 65% towards creating a dream routine. And I still had people message me and say, can you talk about both? And yes, I absolutely will. I'll talk about the dream schedule uh, today. And then next week, I'll be talking about creating deep, connective friendships. So in terms of the dream schedule, I would say that I honestly didn't realize, oops, potential spam was calling me. Um, I didn't, I think at some point in our lives, we just kind of shift into like life is happening to us, right? We are having um, people, jobs and life and family, and we don't always take control of the way that we're spending our time. And that's something I've definitely experienced and have struggled with in my life, in my business, um, in my career prior to owning my own business. And it's something that honestly, until last year, I was working with my business coach and shout out to Jake Kelfer. And I was working with him and we were working through this idea of, hey, you're not spending time you the way you want to. You're spending time the way that you think you should. And it was rooted in a lot of, well, I should be doing this and I should be spending my time this way versus how do you actually want to spend your time and how do you actually take control of of that routine? And it really allowed me to just really mentally shift away from this idea of, of allowing life to happen to me and transitioning into this idea of I'm going to take control and I'm going to honestly, like plan out my days a lot better. So I typed up some notes that I want to talk through with you guys today. And, and really this idea of good intentions and good intentions don't always result in real action and intentions don't result in results either. We can have the best intentions to call that friend and get together or, you know, go on date nights once a week with our partner or finally set aside time to start that side hustle or set aside time to look for a new job or start that podcast or take that trip, right? We can have all these intentions, but if we aren't setting aside actual concrete time to work on those things, they'll always just stay as intentions. They'll always stay as dreams and they never shift into action and and shift into actually doing something. And 
When I say action, I don't always mean we're setting aside 12 hours of our day working on something. I mean 30 minutes. I mean 15 minutes even uh, or an hour a week. And that's another thing that I think whenever we talk about dream schedules and routines, we think we have to do something every single day. And we don't. I want to free myself and free us from this idea that we have to do the same thing every single day and have this concrete routine. And so I never really realized that you can structure your dream routine in the way of it being over your month, not just your day. And so I want to set aside barriers and boundaries because that's a a conversation I'm going to get to in a second. Because obviously, whenever we're creating our routine, it's not, it is for us, is the way we spend our time. But there are other people that are involved in that, right? Our families, our partners, maybe if you have children, they play a role in how we spend our time. And so that's something that can sometimes be a boundary or maybe even, hey, I I can't do this because I am responsible for X, right? That could be a barrier to how you're spending your time. So we're going to set that aside for just a second. And we're going to allow ourselves to just dream about the ways that we want to spend our time. And let's just live in that dream state. Let's put our our rose-colored glasses on actually for a second. And let's just think about the ways that we would like to spend our time and then actually start to map that out. So my three core questions, and you you can make a list now if you're watching live or if you're listening to the podcast, uh, if you have a pen and paper, 10 out of 10 recommend doing this. But write down, what do I want to do monthly? And these are those things like, I have the intention of wanting to volunteer. And then we think we need to do it all the time. We need to do it every weekend. What if you volunteered once a month at a cause that inspired you? Um, And same thing with these larger things of like, I really want to spend a whole day, you know, top to bottom with my partner, or I want to, you know, spend a whole day with one of my friends. That's not something that we have to do weekly or you know, every weekend, it could be something that we try to incorporate into our monthly schedule. And it also frees us up of we're still like in alignment with that intention of wanting to spend time with that person. But we're also giving ourselves permission to uh, around the frequency of which we do that. So what do you want to do monthly? And then shifting to what do you want to do weekly? So what are those weekly um, parts of or habits or routine that you want to do. One for me is I want to move my body for at least 45 minutes, five times a week. And so that's not something I'm trying to do daily. It's something that I've set aside as a weekly goal. I want to weekly move my body five times a day. And then I also say, I want to spend two different, two different, um, like either evenings or mornings or something. I want to said set aside two different times to spend with friends. So either that's on the weekend or that's on a weeknight or maybe I'm grabbing coffee with someone. But what that does is it doesn't allow me to overload myself. Sometimes we can say, I'm going all in on fitness. I'm going all in on, you know, moving my body and, and okay, is that something that you have to do daily? Or is that something that you might be get burnt out with? Or I need to go all in on connecting with all of my friends. I feel so I feel so detached from them. I'm going to go all in. Okay, well, then we're spending every night or every other night with friends. And as much as that can be life-giving, how are we setting aside time 
for ourselves or rest or some of the other goals that we have, right? And so this is a way that we can sustainably build out our dream schedule. So we're not putting so much pressure on ourselves to be all in on all these different important things that come up in our lives. And so when you break that out weekly, what would that look like? And then of course, you know, what do you want to get or what do you want to do daily? What are those daily things that are kind of non-negotiables for you? Mine is I want to wake up and I want to make a cup of coffee within the first couple minutes of me waking. I know that sounds really basic, but my like morning thing is I want coffee and I want time to listen to my podcasts. That's something I do every single morning. I listen to the news and then I listen to some sort of something um, where I'm either I listen to the news or I listen to, honestly, true crime sometimes, um, or I'll listen to um, an investment podcast or you know, a, an inspirational podcast, a psychology podcast. There's kind of something in my rotation, but that's a non-negotiable. I do it every single morning. And that's something that I wanted to expand my mind, but I don't have time to sit down and read an inspirational book every single day but I could probably listen to a 15 minute podcast. And so when you're thinking about those things you want to do daily, how could you fit them in whenever you're doing another activity? And then, yeah, asking yourself, what's the first thing I want to do in the morning? And what's the last thing I want to do right before I go to bed? How do I want to be spending my evening chunk of time? Okay, so now we've made this list of what I want to accomplish monthly, what I want to accomplish and spend my time weekly and how I want to spend my time daily. And then we're kind of pocketing that into how am I spending my mornings? So important how we're starting our mornings. And then how are we spending our evenings? Um, And those moments right before we go to bed, what are we thinking about? Are we journaling? Are we meditating? Or are we scrolling on TikTok? Um, And I'm saying that because that is something I am currently working on right now is really uh, getting off TikTok late at night. (laughs) I'm such a night owl, uh, which makes waking up early in the morning difficult. So these are just, again, like we, I'm not perfect. We're not perfect. Um, And something that when you start to feel your goals are hitting tension with the way you're spending your time, that's when you know that there's an opportunity to make a change or an opportunity to shift some of those goals or the way you're spending your time to better align with that goal. So if I say, I on the days I do want to move my body, those five days out of the seven, I want to get up at six and be in the gym at honestly like 625, 630. Okay, well, in order for me to get up at six, I probably need to go to bed earlier than 1230, right? So I need to go to bed around 1030 or 11. Everyone needs different amounts of sleep. Um, So working back from that, so the goal doesn't actually align with the way I'm spending my time. So it's hard to accomplish the goal because I haven't set myself up from a time perspective to actually have that goal be successful. So when you're looking at these core areas of your month, weekday, morning, and evening, then mapping out when that actually happens. So something that might help you right now assess how you're spending your time is start start color coding your calendar. And I know you're probably like, Alexis, this is so simple. I've heard this before. But one of my mentors and uh, business coach, 
told me this two weeks ago and I really started implementing it like extremely. So I have my movement, you know, when I'm going to the gym, a certain color, I have my coaching calls, a certain color. I have my social time, a certain color. I have my family time, a certain color. I'm talking like I've color coded everything. So when I look at my calendar, just by based on what color it is, I say, okay, I know what category this is fitting in into my life. And it's really helped me be able to look at my calendar And at a week's glance, I'm able to tell where I might be spending too much or too little time based on that color coordination. And it's really allowed me to like take ownership again of like, oh, I told myself, you know, I wanted to be social or go to something social with friends twice a week. And I'm actually noticing that I've got five social commitments this week. Wow. Okay. Starting to feel a little overwhelmed, starting to feel like maybe am I going to be present? Is my presence even required if I'm mentally not going to be present with that friend? Could I reschedule? And this allows us to give ourselves permission to say, I've overcommitted. I've said yes, maybe a little bit too much. That's okay. Let's take ownership for that. And I've noticed that whenever I overcommit, I get frustrated. I'm, you know, I'm with family or friends and there's this undercurrent of like, gosh, I'm tired. You know, this is my fifth time doing something this week socially and my battery is drained. And so I'm not fully present in the present moment. And I was actually in the span of two uh, two days, I had two really important conversations with close friends about this, about just feeling so busy and feeling like I just, you know, I can't keep up and I have all these commitments and I can't feel like I can say no and I can't feel like I can cancel. Okay. We can cancel and we can reschedule and we can say no. Are we allowing ourselves space for that? Are we giving ourselves the chance to actually set a boundary or say, you know what? I've overcommitted this week. I'm going to communicate to you that I want to see you. Can we actually find a time next week to have coffee instead of this week? And what that allows me to do is it allows me to be more present with that person I rescheduled with, knowing that, hey, this week is super slammed. Let's actually get together next week. And I'm going to be in a mental, a better mental headspace to <laughs> Vanessa just said, my cancellation spirit is strong. Same. And that's something too, like, you know, if you struggle with mental health, anxiety, depression, something I really gave myself permission to do um, earlier this year when I was really struggling in in a a depressive cycle was I made tentative plans with people. I said, you know what, if I, if I am in a headspace, I want to be there. Um, And I did it like that. And I didn't have to say absolute yes to everything because I didn't know honestly how I was going to be feeling or coping that day. And so it allowed that person in to the story, into the narrative of, of, you know, what? I totally understand if you can make it awesome. And if you can't, I love you and we'll I'll catch you next time. And we feel this obligation all the time to be um, involved in everything and say yes to everything. And when we take back our calendar and we actually be strategic about the way we spend our time, we feel empowered to make those choices and to feel like we're actually making the progress that we want to in life. I want to grow my business. Okay, how much time are you spending on that? Okay, I want to, I really want to find a relationship. I want to be in a relationship. Okay, how many hours a week are you dedicating to either bettering yourself emotionally to get ready for that relationship? How often are you dating? 
How often are you engaged in, you know, maybe you're online or you people are setting you up with blind dates. It gets back to that intention of, I want this thing. Are you spending time to actually work towards getting that thing, right? And this is something that we're always working on. It's so ever-changing, but when we can step back and say, I'm at least hitting my monthly goals, you know, I want to do this once a month. I want to go down once a month and spend the whole day with my grandparents. Am I able to accomplish that? That's not something that I could take a whole day weekly and do, but I could at least do it once a month. And we allow ourselves to kind of take off that pressure a little bit, or I want to spend more time with my kids. Okay, well, how... Um, when are you stopping work? Are you are you working till 7.30 and your kids go to bed at 8? Okay, is there a way that you could stop work earlier or delegate some tasks so that you could have a hard stop and I'm off work every single day at 6.30 so I have an hour and a half at the end of the day with my kids? And I know that that's not a perfect solution, but it's it's looking at I want this, but time doesn't allow me to have it. Okay, Is there a way that we could reconfigure our schedules so that we're actually making time for the things that we want? And and this kind of gets back to a lot of the conversations we've been having on the podcast around change and around um, really making that change and the support that you need to make those changes as well. And so that's when the conversation around boundaries and the conversation around sometimes barriers to what you know, we're bumping up against, well, I can't do this because of X. Those are very real. How do you actually work through those? Do we bump up against a boundary or we bump up against a barrier and we step back and we quit? Okay, let's let's walk that through. That's fine. That happens. Like it's happened to me. But if I find myself circling back to that goal and I keep bumping up against the same barrier, that's an opportunity for me to be stretched and for me to grow and push through that barrier, work through it so that I can actually get to the other side of it. And that's when we're in, we get out of the cycle of bumping up against the same justifications, the same excuses, the same very real barriers, depending on what those are for you. And so a part of this schedule is respect and honor. And those are things that we don't always think about when we think of our time. But when I am spending time with someone, I want to respect their time and I'm hoping that they're respecting mine. And when I'm building out my routine, that's how I honor my body, my mind, my spirit. And other people also need to honor that in me as well and give me the space to do that. And so if someone asks me to do something and I say, hey, I can't because I have this commitment or I've made this commitment to myself, not just I have a meeting. I have a meeting with me. (laughs) I've made a commitment to me to get this done. Um, And maybe there's some, okay, well, I really wanted you there or I'm really upset that you can't come. Okay, I absolutely understand that, but this is something I've already committed to, and that's how we can reinforce those boundaries as well, and and do it it kindly and with love. But we're not we're not buckling just because someone is pushing back on the way that we might you know want to be spending our time. Our goals and our values don't always align with someone else's, and that's okay. We're all different people. But when when you think about that, someone might not understand why you have that goal. Someone might not understand your values. And depending on how close you are with that person, if that's your partner, if that's your best friend, if that's your family, invite them into that process. 
hey, I'm really trying to do this thing weekly or I'm trying to start my mornings in this way. Can you support me? Can you help me? Can you encourage me in that? Um, Because I'm feeling like you're not really supporting me in that and this is something that's really important to me and here's why. A lot of times, me included, when someone challenges the way that we're spending our time or challenges our no or challenges our boundary, we get naturally defensive. And what that defensiveness is coming from a lot of times is fear. I'm scared that you're going to be upset with me. I'm scared that this is going to cause disconnection in the relationship. I'm scared that I'm not going to be able to communicate maybe my reasoning. And so I get defensive. That's very natural, very natural to happen. But when we feel that defensiveness come up, how can we invite curiosity into the conversation and say, you know, when, when you're saying this, I'm feeling a little bit defensive and actually saying it out loud. This just happened to me literally two days ago with one of uh, my close friends where he was like, I'm sensing that you're feeling really defensive right now. And I was like, I am actually. Yeah, I am feeling very defensive and I want to own that. And whenever we can just normalize that in a conversation and say, actually, here's what I'm trying to communicate. Do you see me? And then they're like, yeah, I see you. Or actually, I need a little bit more clarity. That's how you're able to build connection and build support in the way that you're spending your time or in the way that you're building a new habit. And so I hope that this has been helpful and really just kind of gives you some some language and and hopefully giving you time to set aside some space to work on how you want to actually outline your day, your week, and your month, and giving yourself permission to um, take a little bit of that pressure off of having to do something every single day. You know, when you're building a, a journaling routine, for example, there are some people that just go zero to 100 all in, and that's okay. I am one of those people, like a lot, actually. Um, but to my detriment, I'll go all in on something and then I will miss a day and I'm like, well, I missed a day. So, you know, and then I just stop doing it. And what I've been learning and, and implementing in my life is I don't need to journal every day. I need to journal like two or three times a week. And so that's a part of my weekly schedule and not something I'm pressuring myself to do every single day. And so as you're building out your daily routine, Ask yourself, is it necessary for me and my mental health, my physical health, uh, my relational health health to do this daily? Or is this something I could shift to a weekly cadence, maybe do it twice a week or three times a week? And we allow ourselves to take ownership um, of our energy and ownership of the way we're spending our days so that we're not coming from this place of scarcity and from exhaustion and from overwhelm. We're coming from this place of agency and empowerment and choice over the way we spend our time. So um, this has just been such an important topic and it's actually something I work on with almost every single one of my clients when I'm feeling this tension of I have these goals, these are these changes I want to make. And then I'm asking them, how are you spending your time to actually support those things? That's where sometimes there's that inner tension of, well, I want this, but I'm struggling to find time to do it. And so then we start doing this weekly, uh, daily, weekly, monthly dream map of, of actually mapping out that schedule of like, okay, what would it look like to do this, you know, X amount of times a week? Is that realistic? Is that possible? And really coming from this place of logic um, coupled with dreams right? Because intentions and goals are rooted in a lot of our our motivation, our purpose, our calling. 
And then there's also this logical side of like, I only have so many hours in the day. I only have so much energy. I only have so much time. I have a family. I have these responsibilities. Okay, so how can we marry the two and make space for that energy and those dreams while also being logical and realistic around where we're fitting those into our daily, weekly, and monthly routines? And then we're making, we might be making incremental movements and changes towards something, but we're still moving forward, right? We're not saying I have to do this every day or I'm not doing it at all. We can still make incremental um, changes over time. And so I just appreciate you guys being here. I've loved uh, this cadence of going live and sharing on the podcast. And so if you came in for a little bit of the live or you missed some of it, this will be up on the podcast later today. And so you can listen to the whole podcast there. And if you're listening on the podcast, it would mean a lot to me if you left a review of the show, what you're learning, what you like, um, what you dislike too. I'm open to all the growth and all the feedback. Uh, just those... those um, reviews really keep me going and I love hearing what people are are learning from the show because I I don't do this for me. I do this for you and for this community. So thank you so much for your time and I hope you have an amazing day. Hey!